Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the Redmond TV since the match reaction. Uh, Liverpool beat Norwich and knocked them out of the League Cup 3-0 at Carrow Road. I'm Paul Machen, Chris Pajak is with me in the studio where we have been for a very long day. Um, yeah, it's been a long day. But it's come to a happy conclusion, happy ending if you will, um, with Liverpool obviously getting the, getting the result that we were looking for really... There's a number of players I think we could we can talk about. We obviously can't do them all here on this show. We'll talk about everyone on the final word tomorrow. But I, first and foremost, we had a comment in while we were waiting to start from 1982 Obsidian saying, special mention for Morton, who people appear to have glossed over, look super composed in the middle of the park. I don't think anyone has glossed over this. If I, our, our, our Twitter mentions, and in fact the entirety of Twitter, is awash with Tyler Morton love, and I think it's probably testament to how little attention we paid in the second half. I thought it was sound, but I'm... I'm I'm here all day for people thinking he's the next the next great Liverpool midfielder. Um because it's not wrong. We were we we were better in the second half, much better balanced when Tyler Morton came on. Yeah, the and that's that's testament to him, isn't it? Because you think of the midfield three that started. You know, you got Kurt Jones, fiftieth Liverpool appearance or whatever. You got Naby Keaton, you got Oxley Chamberlain, three experienced footballers who didn't have the best of the first half. You know, the midfield, Billy Gilmore's running through with it. Wills at times, and Tyler Morton comes on and settles it. Just settles it all right down, and then. Everyone and the mad thing is, I don't even know what formation we're playing. So I don't I, like. It's probably not something he's practiced, like <laughs> sitting and holding while everyone else in front of you goes and flies around. And it's like, have you studied that shit, mate? Yeah, he's just over there with weight side to side, like balancing it all off and no, stuff like that. Like yeah, it's crazy, hundred percent. Like an old game and watch Mario game. There's probably something that does a little bit that. And yeah, you just, it's a little tightrope walker with yeah. the long stick sure. and the weight on either side, and he's yeah. there just sort of balancing it, it all over the shop. It was no, idea. He's done it, Paul. It was just a good performance all over. I don't think anyone really expected to be talking about Tyler Morton when the team came out and the I good didn't. thing about it is that didn't think he'd even make the Come off the bench. He was out. Well, yeah, we, we we just about guessed that he would like he might be on the bench, but too late to make a card for him um, for the board. Well, you made you made a card for him. That's correct. You drew a wonderful stick interpretation of Tyler Morton, um, who looks identical um, to James Balagizi as well. Um, but the the point is, you know, we were talking about. I photoshopped his head onto Balabese's body. Sure. We talked about where we said Jordan Enson was probably the sub to come on with, after about 15 minutes, maybe the second half or something, or, you know, because of half time, you're right, the midfield wasn't right. I don't think, look, we'll talk about Ox in a second, but like, Kate Jones was fine. I actually think Nappy Cater was, was fine as well. I don't think, you know, I think Kate was probably the best, even though he was clearly tasked with being more the denominated DM. Which, and he had more of the ball as well because of that. So yeah. he's able to show a little bit more that, you know, a bit more involved on the ball, passing, safer options, etc. Et the obvious change was, well, you got, the, you got the captain there. Just bring Jordan on and just steady the thing. So when Nappy comes off, and now we now know, Cops talked about this, did he, did he 
kicked the floor in the first half and he's hoping it's not too serious but the way it's being covered by a few people of Naby hurt himself kicking grass uh, <laughs> isn't going to do the legend of Naby Keita any good by the way um, but that's bold from the manager to really say old? we're taking Naby Keita off we're going to bring Tyler Morton on when you've got Jordan Henderson the our other recognised defensive midfielder who could quite easily have come on and you, you could have pushed Curtis and Oxford. There's two things to read into that, isn't there? There's one, Jordan Henderson's really, really important. He doesn't really want to run him into the ground, 45 minutes, etc. Especially when Thiago's picked up an injury and and's going to be out for the rest of the week. And two, he trusts Tyler Morton. That's the other thing, isn't it? Because it's competitive. It's 1-0. You know, it's very easy to make that sub and lose control of the game when actually we gain control of the game for making the substitution, which is testament to Morton mm-hmm. all day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I mean, let's talk Oxide Chamberlain, Chris. Um, it's not, it's not a game to remember for Ox. I hope, although that being that being said, I hope he remembers it because in so much as he was buzzing with laying the ball in for Taki Minamino, so he, you know that will that will have done him no end of good in a game where he's toiled a bit. Like I, I think I don't think he's. I, I, he was everywhere. He, he worked really hard. He was he was always eager to have the ball. There was no, it wasn't like. It wasn't for a lack of trying. And I think we've levelled that at plenty of players who we've dropped into football matches in the League Cup and disjointed sides. That was a kind of performance I sort of I've seen a lot of. Um but actually, you know, he was he was fine up until the point where he had to do something to be good. And then he it, it all went wrong for him. My hope is that again he comes away thinking, Okay, well I know I was in a bit of a hole there, but at least I managed to contribute towards the game and that's the psychological thing that he takes out of it because I think if he was to look at his full performance it was a bit disappointing find the good yeah I suppose that's right isn't it I think I could sum his performance up in one word for if you want rusty yeah. And that and that was it because you're right. The endeavour was there, the work rate, all that type of stuff was there. The ability to get involved, f- show up for it, make sure he was a pass for everybody in the midfield. All good, all positives to be taken out of it. But fuck me, his touch wasn't great. His decision making wasn't great, and his final ball or his passion was terrible. Yeah, it was. That's, that's ring rust, isn't it? You know yeah, what I mean? and that's it. And I just think like, they got, everyone got a better handle on things in the second half in general and whether that was just committing more bodies to attack because that was the one thing that we got a little bit let down by. Divock a bit isolated, Taki a bit... Like, it was just, you know, Divock wasn't making the right runs, Taki wasn't quite making the right runs. Kate Gordon's ended up like, go and do everything yourself, you small 16-year-old talented boy, you know, and he, that's too much to ask of him. Just committing extra bodies to attack helped everyone look a bit more, a bit more rounded in that second period. And the thing for me, and that which is the biggest take out, take home from this game, is Taki Minamino. And this last seven days, Taki Minamino and Divock Origi have been dropped into games, and they have done pretty much all you can ask of them. Particularly when they both could have been very rusty. You know, yeah. we've seen Divock struggled last season because he was getting dropped into rare, rare isolated games and looking miles off it, and, and it happened a bit to Tacky as well. Um, it's early doors in the season. I don't want to see them disappear into the, you know, off to, the, you know, off to the darker reaches of the squad and not get enough minutes. But what you can't really ask more no, for your back. No, you can't. And there's, I, I think of it. I've talked a bit about on the play ratings, but I didn't mention any of this stuff. But I think for me, I think you're you're in agreement with this. Tacky's a really good finisher. Yeah. Uh, and when he finds a little bit of space in the box, he, he's just he's just instinctive he knows where the goal is he knows how to position his body etc etc and 
I think I think they're both fighting for the share, but I also think they're both fighting for the futures. Mm-hmm. Because if Origi comes into these games, having just gone through a summer where he probably expected to move on, didn't. No one was interested in him. Right? Who's going to be interested in him, in, in him if he comes in for a League Cup game and plays shit? You know what I mean? Or if he when he on those rare occasions he drops in. So yeah, he might be fighting for the shape, but I think he's also fighting for his future. I think Minamino's slightly different in that I don't think Klopp's ready to give up on him yet. Mm-hmm. I think he sees the benefits of having Taki Minamino around. He's one I think who right now is just fighting for his shirt, wants to be involved, wants to show Akaki what he can do. Yeah. And I think they both have done well tonight. I think I, I wonder whether there's a psychological thing where Klopp's pulled Divock in and having you know, having not had not been involved and he's looking a little bit down the barrel of his future here and going to, to, to the point, Klopp even mentioned this, you know, there were, they expected him to leave, but there were no no suitable offers dropped in on the table in the summer. And you go into Divock, well, mate, I know you're comfortable here. And if you're prepared to continue to come in and work your hardest in training, then that's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you, mate. And, you'll, you know, you'll be a part of this squad without a doubt because we love you, Divock. But we both know it's probably about past time that you did go and, get on with the rest of your career because he's still a young man he's still 25, 26 I think he is Listen, and Divock can still go and have a good career and the thing is now it's like you're defo going at the end of the season mate but what, what what's your choice because right now you know he should have been there's about 10 Premier League clubs who should have been asking the question for Aston Divock. Villa before they signed in should have been looking in at Divock yeah. Origi as well you know like I know he's not going to necessarily cross the park but Everton would benefit from having a Divock Origi in their squad you know Most I know I know, I know Leicester have gone out and bought uh, Pats and Dacher or whatever but I know Ian Acho had that real purple patch at the back end of the season but prior to him doing that and that came from a run of games by the way Divock Origi Ian Acho was shite couldn't, couldn't score a goal to save, to save his life Divock Origi was a, was, was a better prospect than him at, up, up until that point you know and then you go around it you know there's there's Norwich, Norwich City would be a better side for having a Divock Origi available to them there's tons and then you know go on to the continent there should be plenty of other top tier football club, European calibre football clubs and but if they're not knocking now if Divock doesn't double down, doesn't doesn't apply himself this season and give his absolute all every time he's given a sniff of an opportunity, then those all of a sudden there's going to be clubs that aren't knocking, and and he's and he must be in training now. And Loris Carius is there. It's a similar sort of thing now where the tier of clubs that keep starting to they were knocking around for you of getting are getting lower and lower with every season that passes. Divock Divock seems so far to taking the right approach, and I think we need that. Because everyone needs to buy into what we're doing, and there's few managers quite as good as getting someone to, uh, as, as causing buy-in than Klopp. But no, good, good on yeah, the and, and, and let's play devil's advocate on this, and it's not something that I particularly even loads of thought to or, or whatever, and not something. So let's believe. throw it out on the internet. Let's throw it out there, you people. know what I mean? Because you know, Tottenham struggled for a long time to get a backup to Harry Kane. Yeah, because Harry Kane's going to play every single game. <laughs> Are we in a better position than they've been having Divock around? You know, a lad who we know can score goals when he's given those opportunities. A lad who has scored big goals in big games. And Tottenham know that. Um, <laughs> it's not a bad. It's, not, I, it's I, actually not a bad thing to just have him around no, if you're going to because he's still better than a lot of players. I was I was banging my head against the brick wall about three or four weeks ago on the Reds. So at the end of the, the last week in August, I think we did the Reds news roundup, and I was trying to say, I know we don't all think Divock's brilliant, but if he's our last port of call our last resort in terms of senior footballers to play in the attacking positions for us 
that's really good because I know we'd all like him to be another better footballer. But in realistic terms, you can't. It's 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 very hard to have six brilliant footballers in attacking positions because who are you getting? Like who are you getting? Who, who, who's going to take? Who's, who's going to take on Divox amount of minutes? Because the main men play loads of footy for us, and your main men should play loads of footy for you. And it's nice to have a bit more, a bit of rotational option, but. We're, it's, it's like where do they get their game? You need injuries, and we've been we are quite lucky that we have quite resilient footballers in that regard. There's not many you can call upon a guy as good as Divakarigi, and that's that's the long and short of it. And for me, the the big question mark were really over Taki Minamino mm. because I know what Divak can do. We all know he's a known resource, and it's whether you believe he's at the low end of what he can do or at the high end. And the truth, probably, if he's really applying himself and he's being used a bit more regularly, it's probably somewhere in between. He might, he has the ability to maybe score you ten goals in all comps yeah. if he gets enough goals, if he gets enough minutes on the pitch, yeah. and they'll largely come in the cup games or in some of the weaker Champions League group games or whatever. But seven, eight, nine, maybe sort of goals. Supposed to play football, score the goalkeepers in those competitions. Exactly, exactly. Taki Minamino, though, is the one where, to your point, I don't, I don't know him. I don't know what he does. We don't even know what position he plays best. You know, we thought he was an understudy for. Don't even know what position he played today. No. <laughs> no. Looked quite good. He put it in the second half again, and it, it seems to quite suit him. But he's got that instinct to get into the box, which I think is a, is a thing that I'm starting to identify with him. He he is he's the real barometer for how good our depth is mm. because like I say, Divock can play in any he can play in play in two or three of the four of, of the front three positions. He doesn't make you play better, but he will play and score a goal for you. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I don't know that's true about Taki Minamino. He's a big, massive question mark in a football shirt for us. And 
particularly with the AFCON thing. It's not loads of games that Mane and, and Salah are going to miss. Two minute, one FA Cup. I potentially, think th- potentially three if they get to the finals, I think. I mean, um, I looked at their groups and I thought they weren't getting out of their groups, both teams. Yeah, but of course, you never like, Senegal got to the final, didn't they, last yeah, time? So, you don't know. But the point is, it's not, it's not as bad as people make out, but we're still going to need Origi and Taki to, to have a... To, to be a positive for us, you could lose them games because you don't have enough firepower. And Minamino, first time we've seen him this season, looked really good in pre-season. Um, and that was, he's just got two goals, two really good finishes. That's a good starting place. I'm not like, I'm not, I don't know now, I don't go, right, Divock's uh, off, off the bench again. Taki's the first substitute and he's going to come on at the weekend for half an hour for Mane and that's boss. No, and, and again, yeah, again, just sort of riffing off that and carrying it on. I don't know what he plays like with Salah and Mane, and 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 how linked up really well with Bobby in pre-season, which is yeah, a good, which I is a good that, thing, but which bodes well. But he's not fit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so again, as you, to your point and why it's right, he's just still a big question mark. But he's a question mark that's got two goals under his belt today in a in a performance that wasn't the best, wasn't a really like flowing performance. But it was ground out. It was worked hard for, mm-hmm. and he was there to finish the finish everyone's dinner for them. Yeah. And that's that's good. So we've got a lad there who, who's going to look like he can score goals if given opportunities in the box. Like that, love that. In fact, uh, and he's got and he and he showed versatility in game there. So what more can you ask for for someone coming in who hasn't played since pre season scores two goals? Yeah, exactly. And you know we're seeing we're seeing the benefits of. Lads getting a proper preseason, being properly integrated, getting up to speed with what Klopp wants. Hardcore training time on on you know with the rest of the players and the good players around them. Simakas looks now like a first team Liverpool footballer who can come in and do a do a, a very good Andy Robertson replacement job. And I don't know how good really because we'll see over the course of the season. But if Rob you know if Robbo's playing at an eight every week, Simakas has been at a seven point five for us. And maybe I'm even doing him a disservice because I think he's been. I think he's been brilliant in what we've seen of him so far. He's got that. He, he's, he, we don't lose something in attacking sense. You know, we come about this right back thing. Milner put a great shift in, but he's not giving you what Trent does in a create in a creative sense. Nico Williams doesn't, and and Connor Bradley who had a, a good game all round despite the penalty thing. He's not he's not giving you on that side. Shimakas has got the he's, he's setting goals up. He's he's creating stuff from from set pieces. He's giving you output. Taki looked set to follow that model because he was the other guy who shone in preseason. Um, I just hope he gets the game time because again, that's positive. That's that's the one thing we can say about that is that's he's just come in first game of the season and he scored two goals in the game where, let's be honest, if you don't score that early goal, we didn't really create a lot after the it's, goal. Uh, could be a tough game. Yeah, could be a really tough game yeah. for that. Yeah, vital goal there, for, for, and that's what he needs. I don't need I don't need him to score the fourth in a in a route. You want him scoring the first goal. He scored the two most important goals of the game. There, really, he's he's, start, he's he's given us the lead and he's put the game to bed. And that's that's all you can ask for for you guys in in, in front positions, really. And um, we got a couple of super chats. Uh, Blake, uh, Blake Loomis with the five dollars. Thank you, Blake. When does Phillips get game time? If not tonight, Matip and Gomez won't last the whole season. And Virgil will be better off long term with some rotation. Um, I, as we said in in, in the pre match, really for this. It's a good question and it's an answer. It's one I don't have an answer for. Um, The only answer I think is what we can judge by this is the only way that Nat Phillips is getting a game for Liverpool is if we do have two two injuries and we're still in a cup competition probably. Yeah, or or Atletico away. (laughs) 
nailed on. Imagine. Imagine. And all the people who are going, oh, it's what, how upsetting is it that Nat Phillips hasn't been giving a game against Norwich? Imagine if we started him in the one there. There are people who be going, no, no, not that. Like, we just wanted to say thanks. We were going to give him a handshake, not, a, not wank him off. Yeah, like, you know what so I mean? There you go. Yeah. Um, no, I think we've judged. I think we've seen from Phillips there. It's more important. You, you got it right pre match, mate. It's more important to get Canate and Gomez up to speed. Yeah, and I agree with the matter. But I don't necessarily agree on the Gomez thing because there's a chance that he, 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 you know, he's he's been a bit unlucky with injuries, whereas Matip just gets muscle injuries a lot and puts him out for a few games, and then he comes back and so on. Whereas Gomez has been unlucky with like breaks and impact injuries and what have you. Um, but the, but to the point, Virgil will be better off with long term with some rotation. Well, we have. He's just had two of the last three games of football off. We pointed out pre-game, he played in this fixture last season mm-hmm. against Lincoln, against a much worse side. Virgil van Dijk started the League Cup third round against Lincoln. What was Lincoln. doing? <laughs> what was he doing? Man. Well, we had injury problems at the what time. What about that he Phillips? He was there. Well, yeah, he not, played alongside Reese Williams, not, didn't he? Not good enough. Yeah, for the time, it was funny how Madness. that changes. Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's an interesting one there. But I, that's, this is the point, is that Gomez might not last the whole season, but Gomez has been out for a, for, half, for two thirds of a season or whatever. He needs to get up to speed because as we said, there's a pecking order. If Vir- to protect Virgil, we clearly, we clearly see Gomez and Canate as being better than Phillips. That's just the, yeah. just the way and it is. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It, it, they are. Um, I was saying, you know, I think you, you can see that Canate is quite raw, can't you? I don't think positionally he's right there yet, which is why he needs the minutes. And Joe Gomez, you mentioned there, he's been out for so long now. He just needs to play football. Yeah. He, he needs to start trusting his body as well mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's the same for Virgil van Dijk. And he'll, he'll have built up a lot more trust than Joe Gomez will at this point. Same Matip will just trust his body until he can't trust his body anymore. Yeah. Body anymore. That's just the way that it works with him. Yeah. But Joe Gomez has had that many long-term injuries. I think it'll take a lot longer for him to sort of get back to that level. Mm-hmm. So we need to play him whenever we can. Yeah, uh, LSG Balloon here. So I thought um, Gomez had a great game, read the game well and tackled and read the game. Yeah, he did. I thought he was a really good performance. Joe. And to the Canate point, I've now watched two games of football with Ibrahim Canate as a Liverpool player and I saw a marked improvement in his all-round fit just from between from one game to the next and that's the point on that as well and it was a comment made earlier on I think it was Scott Hawks made it pre-game about like you don't spend £36 million on a defender and then put him below Nat Phillips in the pecking yeah, order true. regardless of what Nat Phillips has done he's a 21 year old centre half he's got the you know he's got so much potential lying ahead of him we've now got our seasoned centre back pairing who were up and running best centre back pairing in the league in Van Dijk and Matter, possibly the world and well, I like that. Uh, it's and, say that. And and then underneath it now, we've got a twenty one year old and a twenty four year old who are getting better game on game and developing their own understanding. That's you know, we talk about how you transition this squad over the coming years. So I mean this is these are the baby steps of that. And that today, I think today it was a really good thing for that. Uh, just one more super chat, actually, before we, I think before we wrap up, unless we've got another one. It's two. Um, yeah, it's crossbow. Uh, Keller was unreal tonight. Hope he gets more games. Yeah, I, I'm. That's what we want from him because Allison will probably miss 
a few games this season. It just seems to be that he'll get he'll get a knock every now and again. You know, he might miss a couple, or God knows, Brazil might fly him into like a pit of COVID, uh, and he'll have to miss some games because of that. Um, uh, it was just another really solid, encouraging game. For yeah, look, I, I'd give Kelleher the whole cup, however far you get in this competition, um, and maybe give him an early round FA Cup, depending on draw. Definitely. For everything else, I don't want him anywhere near the team because it means that Allison's injured. But I'm not like I'm not worried if Allison gets injured because I think we've got a re- I think we've got a real future star here in Callagher. Yeah. Just he never disappoints. He, 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 his, his distribution is brilliant. His fit for the team is brilliant. Yeah. And that's all you can ask for, mate. Yeah. That's absolutely what you need. It's what we've never had. Yeah, yeah exactly. We've had lads who are decent shot stoppers behind Adrian, uh, Alisson, sorry. And we've had lads that are terrible shot stoppers behind Alisson as yeah. well. We've never had someone that can do everything that Alisson can do, but maybe just not quite at that level. We, I always, something obviously is a bit of focus for me. I've been growing up as a, a keeper and what have you, and what you, young goal, it's very, very hard to, to blood a young goalkeeper and I do wonder whether you know he'll reach a point where there's already there's already chat about the the, the Irish manager saying that he needs to play because he's not gonna he's not gonna play for the for national side. We might reach a point at the end of the season where you go and get him a good loan. I mean look at Thibaut Courtois goes and does a two year loan at Atletico and then Chelsea go right great here you go come come back in. He might need that at some point but right now you know he, he just needs to establish himself as that Cup goalkeeper for us, and be ready to drop in should we require him for any for any reason for Allison and so so far so good. Yeah, thing, look, yeah, well look, impressed. Jürgen's got to got to put an arm around him and go, listen, lads, you're young, you're full of spunk. I know this. Um, you've got 15 years left. Yeah, you don't need to worry about getting in the Ireland team now. You can ruin young goalkeepers too easily with too much too soon, can't yeah. you? Uh, you know, for for all the talent that they might have, too much too soon as a goalkeeper is probably not a great thing. Yeah, it's interesting. This obviously, you know, people talk about Conor Bradley. Very impressed with him. I thought he was. It was an impressive performance from him as well. I think particularly because he gave away the penalty. I thought he reacted brilliantly to that. There was a tackle that he puts in, like an important tackle in a, in, a, in a place on the right, right deep in the, in his position in the right back area um, when he. Could have just been a bit wild for, for five or ten minutes He's, after I think it. you got a spot on there. It's the reaction to giving away the penalty. He could have shied away from that game and he didn't. And he, I think he settled himself down for a few minutes. I'm sure, sure Gomez will have had a little word with him. Canate, anyone who's nearby, the experienced players will have had a little word, even as the penalty's getting taken, I'm sure. But the way he just settled back into the game and forgot about it, brilliant, brilliant. I mean, a lot of people, again, the problem is, is Nico Williams is a bit of a, like a, a bit of a scapegoat, isn't he? He's not. He's not unilaterally one Liverpool fans. Or I think he's a really tidy player there in, in Nico. And look, the point is as well, he's much further along in his professional development than, than someone like Conor Bradley. Bradley should be playing under 23s football this year, and that's considered a really good step up for him because he's still very young himself. Um, it's a shame the timing of Williams's injury again. A bit like the Minamino thing, he, he he could have had a good opportunity here to get a cup to get a, a bit of game time. Like he, he might have actually, you know, he might have played at the weekend if he was fit. You know, he, he definitely would have played, definitely would have played tonight. Um, but right now, the, but this is good. This is a bit like you know situations unfold for footballers sometimes. And Nico Williams now is he's got to come in and be better than that. Hmm. Good. If he's not, well, we move him on and give, let's give more time to, to to Connor Bradley. It's a good situation that we're in. What you don't want to do is go but you know, levels. But we had this with the left back thing. We haven't had. There is not a a, a sufficient quality young left back who's come through. Like Larucci spit his dummy out and didn't didn't quite do it. Adam Lewis ended up going going out in the end. But it looks like we've got a nice little pecking order of right backs. 
very tricky to kind of get yourself in that because Trent is the best right back on the planet. So, uh, but yeah, good good from Connor Bradley. We'll do more on him tomorrow. Um, Jug uh, band seventeen with the five euros. Just saying, love the content, lads. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. We do try our best most of the time. Not necessarily in terms of understanding the ins and outs and complexities of, and structure of the League Cup, uh, but we've tried to be entertaining along the way for you. Uh, thank you for joining us across all the content tonight. Uh, as ever, if you want more from us, extra Red Men shows. We do. More more hours of extra content both in video hours. and in podcast form um, streaming on our platform which is the redmentv.com which again people are familiar with the concept now of Patreon Patreon didn't exist when we started so we had to make our own one so that's that way if you want to support us by like helping the channel people do it by super chats or YouTube memberships uh, but the best way most direct way is to join up as a subscriber on the redmentv.com and get access to all of our content podcasts videos documentaries interviews features loads of stuff to keep you entertained between the matches uh, and to educate your friends and family on the culture of Liverpool Football Club as well. So if you want to get over there and subscribe, perfect time to do so because the Reds are fucking mustard. And uh, we're through to another round of the League Cup. Uh, we're top of the league. What we're the best team. Um, Dijon. Nice. Yeah. A bit continental. Exactly. Bit of continental flair. You know what I mean? Not Coleman's. Like, you know what I mean? Common as muck. Uh, we've got a bit of that to us too, anyway. But yeah, look, thanks very much. I've had a wonderful evening. Been great being back on the watch along. We will return uh, for the weekend as well. So yeah, uh, for Brentford. So make sure you're ready for that one and have a great night. See us all soon. ta Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.